Zusain got to the front from Graf and the Autumn Sun motoring. Zusain in front, the Autumn Sun levelling up late. They hit it. The Autumn Sun, he's come from last. What a superstar! Welcome back to another episode of The Whip, episode three for season two, and it's time to hit a winner ahead of the Blue Diamond Stakes this week, Tobe. It's a, a massive weekend of racing at Caulfield, and we can't wait to get stuck in. No, I can't wait, Matt. Um, it's probably one of my favourite days on the racing year, actually. Great day of racing on the Blue Diamond. Plenty to get through today as well. We're going to have a little chat about the Lightning Stakes last week. Uh, is Osborne Bulls the best sprinter in the land? Winks, she's back in action as well. She might only have three runs left in her career. We'll talk about the All-Star Mile as well. The reveal today, the top 10. What do we make of the field? And, of course, we'll get stuck into the card this weekend at Caulfield. Let's get into it. Oh, Tobe, it's great to be back in the seat, but unfortunately for myself and you and our Parkview Punt Club Syndicate, today was not a day to remember, was it? No, it wasn't. Uh, probably one to put the, put the pen straight through. Um, the old poon train couldn't couldn't uh, get a turn of foot together, unfortunately. But anyway, we'll that's, see how it that's, goes. You, that's not supposed to happen when you're buying a racehorse, is it? <laughs> no, it's just we thought the, we are. Uh, we're supposed to have a runner in the Blue Diamond this weekend. Well, that was the dream. That's what wasn't we were told. It? That was the dream. But um, yeah, look, he can't even put a maiden together. Thirty-six thousand dollar yearling from the Magic Millions in Adelaide. We were expecting far <laughs> far better things than what we've shown so far. For those who don't know, we uh, we have a little share in a horse called Poony. Uh, who was formerly trained by DK Weir and is now under the tutelage of uh, Kieran Maher and Dave Eustace. And unfortunately for us, um, I reckon me and Tobe would give a bit of shout at Warnable this afternoon. Yeah, look, I might sell my share and uh, go to the pub and get a couple of beers, <laughs> I reckon. You, let's just touch quickly. I mean, we'll touch on him quickly. How on earth can you place in the town uh, at Sandown a few weeks ago uh, and then come dead last at Warnable in a, in a three-year-old maiden a I don't think later? Any, I don't think anyone could, could answer that, man. Uh, Blinkers on, look good. You know, had a great sit today, and then all of a sudden, uh, they just decided to run past him. Had lead in its hoofs, so, yeah, who knows? It's very frustrating, isn't very it? Very frustrating. Uh, anyway, yeah. onto the real stuff, onto the real horses. We make money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Lightning Stakes last week, Tobe, uh, in her time, she's oh, uh, she's great an honest run. mare. She's been around the traps for a while now. Yep. Uh, deserving group, major group one winner. She'd won the Galaxy before, uh, but she proved herself on the big stage. Yeah, what a great mare she is. Um, I reckon probably the, the best four horses in that race. Um, came in in the in the top four there, so it was a great run by Osborne Bulls, Sunlight, and uh, Graf also had a great run on the inside as well. We'll talk about Osborne Bulls, probably the run of the day, wasn't it? I mean, oh, definitely. on a day where a lot of horses were winning from the front, and he stormed home yeah, very uh, on the wa- almost the widest part of the track as well. Yeah, uh, very very impressive. Is he the best sprinter in the country? Uh, it's probably hard to say that he's the best sprinter in the country off off just that one run, but if you can look, string a couple of group ones together and, and keep that consistency, why not? But this is a horse we thought that 1,000 metres might have been a, little, a touch too short for. Yep. It wasn't too short for him because he was coming seriously hard and maybe if he had jumped a little bit cleaner and had a, a nicer in, uh, initiation into the race, he would have probably won that comfortably. Oh, most definitely. Um, look, look, look out for him in the in the new market over 1,200 metres. He's going to be pretty hard to beat. Why about the clock even to that Everest run when he went to the widest part of the track 
uh, and again probably had the run of the race uh, on a, on a filthy track. Um, I think he's a Group One star in waiting. We spoke about it last week. Don't you agree? Yeah, definitely. I think he's been underrated um, up until now, until he's finally saw him against the good horses and, and saw how he measured up against those good horses. So he's definitely got the class and the talent. He'll, he'll carry a, a, a pretty high weight in the new market as well. Is that won't be a concern? That won't be an issue. I no. think he carried fifty eight or fifty nine yeah. on the weekend and, yeah. and still made that run. So yeah, that, that won't be an issue at all. Can I just ask? But we'll talk about Nature Strip later on. If Nature Strip had a backed up in the Lightning on the weekend, would he have won? Ah, uh, no. I don't think he would have. Why? I think he would have got run over late. I'm still, 1,200 metres for me is still a bit of a question mark for the horse. Um, just his racing pattern, he likes to roll out the front, I think, keeping to the 1,000 or 1,100. What about the straight? I've, I've always fancied him down the straight at Flemington. I yeah, think he runs gonna... well down the straight. It suits him. But um, I think at the but 1,200 metres. the lightning's over 1,000. Oh, true. Uh, over 1,000. Yeah. Um, it's a tough call, isn't it? Oh, I, I can't. I just can't see those horses being as fast as him. I, mm. If he doesn't die, he would have won that race. Mm. I, I've got no doubt. Uh, but we will get to him a little bit later on because he's very, very short in the market in the Oakley Plate. Uh, Winks, she was back in action as well. She made it thirty on the trot. What more? More can of you the say? same from the what mighty mare. Well, no, that's, it was good well, to have her back. Um, that is it. Is, are we just? Is it becoming boring with Winks? Well, I saw a video actually of, of punters standing in the TAB watching Winks race. And and no one moved an eyelid or bat an eyelid after she'd won. It was just like it was just clockwork, wasn't it? Mm. Um, everyone expected her to do that. Um, she does it week in, week out. But look, that, it was great to have her back. Is uh, that a bad thing? Are we losing the emotion? Are we are we tired of her? Look, to be honest, I I'm feeling that way as well. To be honest, thirty in a row, it's just uh, you see wings win, and it's just mm. another day. It's another a group two. It's an Apollo it? Stakes. It's a pretty good field. Uh, yeah, they're all Chris Waller. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> oh, look, I, happy clapper ran well, but you know, I, I know it's, it's easy to say there's no horses that could challenge her. No, but they're small fields. She has it pretty easy. She sits one, you know, one wide, just you know, off midfield. Does her does her job in in the in the straight. There never mm. seems to be much trouble. It's the same 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 thing every race, isn't it? Peels, peels back, tumbles wide, and runs over the top of them. But we don't have another. Uh, I'd say star wait for age horse that can take it to Winks or even to other horses and, and, and win. I'll ask you first, is it a formality that she'll just have the three runs and then retire? And then I'll ask you as well, do you think that's how it should go? Uh, is it three they've penciled in or four? Well, three more. and So she'll three finish more. in the Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the way she should go out. Yeah. Mm. But you think that that's the way it should end? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I don't think they should take her into the spring. No, oh, I disagree. Oh, I, she's racing so well at the fifth, moment. Fifth she, Cox Plate. Was she half a second off the track record on the weekend? Yeah, yeah. That's so. flying. And a horse that is on the downward uh, it doesn't do that. No, nah, not she, at all. She has not slowed down at all. She has not shown any sign of uh, deterioration in her form, mm. her fitness. She's still an absolute star. She's the best horse in the world. Yeah. Why do we have to stop racing her? Like, why can't we do something special with? what is already a special animal. Why can't we just break the boundaries a little bit and and challenge the norm? I, I don't like this yeah, I safe exit that yeah. we have planned for him. It's just it's almost like writing in the writing a book at the moment. Chris Wall's the author. He's just <laughs> yeah. he, he's just writing whatever chapter he wants at the moment. Yeah, no, I tend to agree with you there. Um although look let's let's finish this prep and um I'll see how she recovers after the Queen Elizabeth mm. and look by all means if she's in good condition. Um, there's no reason why they probably can't race her on, but mm. look, I think there's too much money involved. Uh, she's a pretty valuable mare, so the breeding barn does wait, doesn't it? It and does. It's, a, it's a, a nice carrot for the owners, but 
Look, I'm I'm the I'm the sort of person who just wants to see these champions continue, continue to race. Continue to race, yeah. Anyway, uh, enough on Winks. Tell you what, this race could do with Winks, the All Star Mile, because at the moment there's two clear pelotons that are going to be running in that race. They should have $4 million for the first division and then a million for the second division. That's how they should split it up, shouldn't they? Yeah, definitely. And probably the uh, the first peloton would just be Elise, I think, what, looking, yeah, at the, looking at the field. What Before we touch on who he thinks is going to win, what did you make of the, the top 10? Uh, it was oh, announced today. It's pretty disappointing. I haven't got it in front of me. but <laughs> nothing, nothing exciting at all except for a couple of runners. Uh, disappointing that they can't even get the autumn sun to run. But look, I 100% agree in, uh, with the owners in what they're saying. He's too valuable of a cult. What's the what's he worth um, after he wins an all-star mile mm-hmm. and he's first a, a field of, say, listed runners? You know, it's not going to increase his stud value at all. There's not much competition there. He's more, more valuable if he goes and wins a Renwick Guineas or, yeah. or the like. So... I can see why they didn't enter in the race. <laughs> his try form hasn't been great. It's going to be uh, interesting to see how yeah, he, he tried like that weekend. last last prep. So okay. um, anyway, some horses trial bad and, and race well. I think, I think he's very just, short. I think he'll win. He's but, pretty short. A uh, dollar sixty five yeah. after what he's shown in the trials. Anyway, back to the All Star Mile. Right. Of, of the ten horses that got announced today, who are the serious race horses in that in that ten? Elise, Grunt, um, Amphitrite. Is there anyone else? Oh. Happy Clapper obviously is the wild card. Yeah, if Happy Clapper gets a wild card, he, he's in good form. Looks like he's come back well this prep, so he can, he's definitely a good chance. They're but only winning chances. Out of those other three you've said, I'd say maybe maybe Grunt and Elise I'd mm. only take maybe. I think they've probably got Amphitrite covered. She's a good filly, but I think uh, the other two are probably the next level. As a visual, it's going to be very interesting <laughs> to see what oh. it looks like on tally when there's <laughs> it's going some to be cascaded runners. <laughs> some horses still at the 800 when they're crossing the finish line. Yeah. Uh, the three wild cards that do remain, obviously the clapper got the first. Yep. Who would you like to see get a run in the race? Uh, look, it'd be nice if we could get a, a gun colt. I don't know if Zusane can get up to the mile. Um, Gee, that's a big ask. That's a big ask. He, runs it, he did run at 1,600 metres as a two-year-old in up in Brisbane, so... Look, he might be able to get the get get the distance if he's come back well, um, yeah. but maybe Hawkshot. Look, if he the winner of the Australian Guineas, um, I think they might give a wild card there. So ring a ding ding, ring a ding ding might be a good chance. He'll no doubt beat most Land, most Land of the of people. Plenty, Land of Plenty would nearly have to be at the front of the queue, I reckon. Yeah, he'd be up there as well. Mm. Yeah, Land of Plenty. Material Man's the other one from WA who got got mm. in the field. It's not the worst chance. Oh, not the worst chance. I think there's more coming out mm. of the. Uh, CF4 stakes that probably got him covered. Hartnell, the old the old dog, any chance? Yeah, I, I wouldn't count him out. He's uh, look the old war horse. He's he's got the talent. That's for sure. Become a bit of a mile specialist, hasn't he? Yeah, middle yeah. distance. Keep him short courses. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, anyway, well, it, it's going to be fascinating. Who hasn't, gets re- hasn't the... really got got me too excited. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. No, it hasn't got me excited, but it has got me talking. Yeah, I suppose. yeah. Whether I suppose that's, that's what they wanted or... That's all it can do, can't it? That's right. I'm sure I'll watch on the day anyway. Mm. Uh, we better get all, uh, into this week's form, Toe, because it's a massive week of racing at Caulfield yep. uh, for the Blue Diamond Stakes. So let's get into it. <laughs> all right. Race number one at Caulfield this weekend. Before we do go through the entire card, how many favourites are we lining up today? It looks. Uh, it, it does look like a real day for the favourites. It favorites. does look like a favourites uh, favorites card, but in saying that, we uh we look at the we, we say it's a favourites day and, and then a lot of roughies get up mm. but look a, a lot of favourites do look pretty good on they're the just day. standout chances and we'll start in a few the first morals, in a few the morals, I reckon down it, down the later in card in the Mornington Cup prelude and the very first of our favourites Sikandrabad leads the market at uh, two dollars oh five and outside of him you've got Jamay at fives and that's, that's it. about it that's I'm about a princess it. at four eighty is 
Is uh, Sikandra bad as as much a good thing? Um, look, I don't actually have it on top. I've I've gone with Jamea on top, especially at that, at that price. I think Sikandra bad's probably too short for me. Um, they both got form around Avilius, which I think is probably the best form for this race. Uh, Jermaine's won at the track in distance, um, and it only finished just half a head off Avilius last prep. Um, and Avilius was airborne there in in that run, so. Look, I think at the $6, I think he's a much safer bet than Sikandrabad. You're essentially saying Jarmay's on a par with Avilius then right now because Sikandrabad two weeks ago at Caulfield was a half head off Avilius. Oh, he's over a length. Over a length? Yeah. It wasn't that far. No, he finished a length behind. So oh, we a bit of discrepancy here on the whip. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm quite sure he finished over a length, just over a length behind. And um, especially at that price, I think you're getting six bucks we for Jamay. So we might have to check that on the uh, on the reviews. Double double check that. But anyway, right. oh, I like this. It's a bit yeah. of, no, I'm 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 going against you early on. I'm going the favourite, Sikandrabad. You're usually the one going for the shorty. So <laughs> I'll uh, I'll fill your boots for once. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> All right, on to the second race, and it is the Autumn Classic. A little bit of a more difficult race than the first one to open up the market with uh, Arameo at three dollars forty. Uh, heads things from Declares War at around six fifty, and uh, the other Godolphin horse there at six bucks as well. Uh, what have we got down the market there as well? Luna Flair, uh, who came out of that race at the Valley and was very exciting as well. Tobe, I know you're keen on it. Yeah, I do like Luna Flair. I think she brings a new form line to this race. Um, she's a lightly race filly, won that race by some six lengths. So um, I think she's on the up. I think she's sort of a little bit untouched here, a um, bit of scope about her. So oh, look, I've got her on top. Um, Arameo, yeah, he's a good chance. I don't think he's got too much of a turn of foot, so I'd like to see him um, riding a little bit out front. I think he'd be better up in distance as well. Um, Declares War came out of that race, and he battled on to the line. But look, I'm going to go with Luna Flair here. I think she's got a little bit of a little bit of a flair to her. Yeah, Arameo's three forty, and I can't take right. him at There's no turn of foot there to make nah. me want to back it. He's a grinder. He's a grinder right. out front. So we don't like backing grinders, do we? No. Nah. Declares, I think Declares walking back, bounce back from that run. It was pretty wide in yep. Australia. Did yeah. run on pretty nicely. He's uh, been up a while. Was oh. Luna Flair, was there a gear change before that win at the Valley? Or? Yeah, they put the blinkers on and, and she just flew away and, and yeah. won by six lengths. So if they keep the blinkers on here, which I think they have, um, she's got the lightweight. Oh, I think she's a great chance. Yep, I, I think she's an exciting type and I'd like to see her win. I do think Declares War's got the class uh, and can bounce back and win this one though. But uh, it'll be good to get a bank early with her. Uh, mm. All right, on to the third, uh, the Mannerism. And I Am A Star is the favourite here at $3.60. Uh, Spanish Reef's around that mark as well. Uh, Nantali down the market there at $4.80. Jamaican Rain at four eighty. It's a pretty even sort of... Uh, field there around that three, four, five dollar mark. Yeah, it is. Uh, is the Group One star? I am a star. Your pick? Yeah, I do have her on top. I think she's got the class over these. Um, second up, she she usually improves, and fourteen hundred meters is only just another plus as well. I think she's got Spanish Reef covered. They both came out of that same same race. Um, Savatiano's been scratched. She was the probably the class mare in the in the race, but mm. I think I'm a star's probably got these covered now. So yeah, I've I've got her on top. She did enough first up, didn't did she? Enough. Just yeah, no, enough. It was good. It was and good. she's going to be better over that 1,400 to a mile mark. And yeah, definitely. And this doesn't look overly strong. It's got a, I think she's got a half kilo swing or maybe maybe a small weight swing on Spanish Reef. She I'll always have to double carries t- a heavy weight, though. Double like, take that. She's always carrying 59 yep. or whatever. Uh, yep, I think Ima Star's a nice little bet there in that yeah, race. Yeah, no, I reckon she's good. Oh, okay, on to the fourth. Uh, you were mentioning before there's a horse in this race from WA that is going to mess things up a little bit for your form. 
Oh, it's, it's Angelic sort of, ruler. It's always hard to get a, a gauge on these WA runners um, coming over. Just trying to get a some sort of form uh, form line on these, but you just got no idea what their competition's until, like. Do until you? you exactly until you see them line up against the Vic runners, it's it's sort of get a yeah. It's like, like material say, it's, man earlier. It's great over in WA, and it comes here, and we still don't even really know that much about it. it yeah, exactly. Sort of solid and yeah. So I'd I'd like to see Angelic ruler. Um, have a run. She's she's been up. I think she's had four runs so far in the prep. So this would be a fifth run in the prep. Um, I think I like others uh, around her that have had you know just starting out their prep. So I like Princess Jenny actually down the bottom. Um, Princess Jenny, big rangey sort of a filly. David Bright Oak. She uh, won well second up in her first prep. Um, she looked very green. Didn't really know her craft. They put her away for 14 weeks. She trialed nicely. Won that by about two lengths. And uh, she looks come back. Bigger, stronger, and um, uh, you know, putting putting her races together as well. So I'm going to go her um, just as a little sort of a, a roughy. I, I think she's around the nine dollars. Can I ask why you haven't gone to your love child here? There's two Hayes horses in this race that I know you've had money on in the yeah, past. Yeah. Uh, your favourite stable. Second, you've second and you've third invested a lot in the Hayes Hayes Dabinick stable over the yeah, years, Toby. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you're, ignore, you're ignoring for two and Kafila here. No, and I, I want to know why. Uh, look, I, I just think Princess Jenny's got a little bit of flair about her. I think she uh, can go to that next level. Um, we've seen for two and Kafila racing against these fillies uh, week in, week out. Kafila's so. first up. First up, I think she's probably better over that 2000. She ran in the Oaks. Or, or ran yeah, in the, uh, she was fifth in the Oaks. What was, what was that race? Uh, she she, she ran well in one of those races in the, in the spring over about 2,000 metres. So it'll be interesting to see how she comes back first up over 1,400. Probably for two is my second pick. I think she ran well uh, last week over 1,200 metres, probably too short of her distance. Um, she's one second up as well. 1,400 metres will only suit her. So she's definitely a chance. I'm hoping Kefilla's come on a little bit and uh, is able to just dash home a little bit quicker. Yeah, I've always found it to be a likely type in the mix, runs in the five usually. If she's got the dash, this she had prep, talent as a two-year-old. Oh, didn't she's she? got a heap of talent. Yeah. She's won over twelve and fourteen before, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, if she's come back in good order, seven dollars. She's tried well, so a really good each way bet there, I reckon. Yeah. No, I, I get where you come from. All right, you get, Toby gets where I'm coming from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we start moving into the serious stuff now. We, we're, we're talking about the Group Ones uh, quality horses now. We're going to move on to the Zedative Stakes. And it looks like a two-horse shootout here. Yeah, it is. And I reckon you're on the back of one and I'm on the back of the other. Yeah, Zeus ain't moral here. Um, moral? Yeah, it's absolute moral. Moral? Yeah. First up? It's 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 uh, it's gone in the in the Coolmore, the elite oh. three-year-old of the spring. And it came second behind Sunlight, who's come out and, and come second in the uh, in the Lightning against Inner Time. I think you can't, you can't go past that form. It's class above what Tin Hat's been running oh, against. Oh, mate. Virat Kohli's been hitting fours into Tin Hat's picket fence. <laughs> He's about to put a fourth peg in the in the, in the ground as well. No. I think uh, the Autumn Sun and the top three-year-old uh, Lean Moon Machine and Sunlight form. Um, Sunlight's gone up and, and gone against the older horses and performed against the older horses. I think he'll just run rings around Tin Hat, to be honest. Out of the boom size, Zeus Star, Zusain. Uh Yeah, look. He's going it's, well, it's isn't a he? shootout here, Tin Hat and Zusain. It's it's that way it's that toss up between the 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 gun youngster who's first up and is he come back in good order and he, uh is he tried well. He tried has tried well very well. But then Tin Hat's just progressed beautifully, had a cracking preparation, yeah, he has. he's peaking. He has. Uh I thought you weren't as convinced in its run in the, on uh on the preludes day. Um when it knocked over Poise to Strike was in the race, so I think it was about three quarters of a length ahead of that. Fundamentalist was fourth. 
I thought it was pretty solid. It, it came from the widest gate, pushed forward. Uh, kept, it kept kicking. I thought that was encouraging. Oh, I don't know. It's one of those ones you just back the best horse in the race, man. I Black think, or Z- red. I think Zoo Stars. Oh. Zoo Sane, sorry, not Zoo Star. Um, <laughs> absolutely got tin hat covered, so I'm just going to go that way. He's a bit short, but look, moral. You long January is there as well at 10s. Showed a lot of promise early and then yeah. died in its last race and they put it out for a spell. Listed group three class. Will probably will lead and put pressure on though. Yeah, he'd, he'd probably get to the front. Um, but look, I, I can't see him beating Zusane or Tin Hat. No, neither can I. <laughs> All right, first leg of the quaddy. Let's move on. Uh, the Futurity. And once again, it looks like a favourites race here. Yeah. And <laughs> we were just talking about it before. Can you find any reason not to back Elise? No, I actually can't. Um, she's airborne at the moment, so I've gone through each runner and airborne. And you know, uh, can any one of one of them beat him? Um, probably not, to be honest. Look, Manuel won the Group Three, uh, Group One last week, and we had best of days, landed plenty, and the like come out of that, and they got beaten. So, I think Elise's got him covered. She beat Laura Main last start, smashed him. Um, look, smashed take the two eighty. I reckon take the two eighty. Take the two. She's in a two twenty now. Is she? Well, there you go. Get on early. I, I look at every single horse in that race, and I begin to mount a case for them. And I get halfway through, and I say, "Stuff this." She's got you just them look covered. Look back at her, don't you? Yeah. That, and she's yeah, she's going to eat them up. Oh, she's come back in superb, superb the, form. No, the only maybe concern: how will she go traveling the other way? That's a, a consideration Co- you've got. Maybe Caulfield, smaller track, but look, mm, smaller track, oh, bigger field. Oh, I can't see anything beating her. So, <laughs> it's funny. One of the horses that I do think I'm. Interested to see how it comes back. Is Ring-a-Ding-Ding, yep. who they pulled out last week of, what was it, the Hayes? Yeah. They, uh, yeah. they pulled it out, the two-week freshen up. It's 21 bucks, and I'm not expecting it to win, but it's got a serious amount of talent. This is almost the race where it can really stamp its all-star mile credentials if it maybe was running the, running the top three. Uh, look, fives for a play, so there's nothing really jumping out at me else, elsewhere from Elise there. Look. Yeah, look, I'd probably prefer Ring-a-Ding-Ding to get to Flemington, to be honest. Um, Wind up on a bigger track. Yeah, and Caulfield's sort of been playing to the front runners as of late. It sort of gets back and and winds up late. So, look, if it runs well now or if it can get back to headquarters next start um, over the mile, look, I'll be probably all over it. But I think Elise would probably have the cover this way. Who comes second? Who's the next best? Um... Oh, look. Brave Smash won the race ra- last year. Can't, you can't knock it. a very Hartnell. similar prep. Look, to be honest, best of days ran well last start. At, mm. at 9, 10 bucks, 12 bucks. That's a, that's 14s probably, now. It's not a, not, a bad, uh, not a bad bet for a place. So, oh, look, Interesting. It's just, it's just we'll hard. see how it goes. She, she is good runners, moment, but none of them are in good form, are they? No. Nah. All right. Moving on, and it is possibly the toughest race on the card. It's the feature, the Blue Diamond Stakes. Uh, the $1.5 million Bonanza for two-year-olds. In Victoria, <laughs> good luck is all I'll say. Yeah, good, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, it's uh, it's a very tough race this one. But well, I've I've gone back well, to the Phillies. We were talking. We were talking about this off air. Do you go with the Colt or do you go with the Phillies? Well, look, I think the Phillies have probably got the got the edge over them again, as they sort of tend to have. Well, they did, and then the, they get the, the swing two-year-old. as well, didn't they? I mean, they, they get, have, exactly. They ran quicker times and they get the swing. So. Um, and then I'll look back to the prelude because I think that's probably the best form for the Phillies coming out of the race and I can probably get it down to a theory. Liar, Vinnie Kunka, Loving Gabby and Bella Rosa. I can put a pen through Loving Gabby. I think she's too short off the one run. She only beat Bella Rosa by one length. Bella Rosa didn't have the best of luck and ran sideways in the straight and she's paying $18 or $20. So I think yeah. she's well overs. 
Um, Vinny Conker came second in the, in against Lyra and, and Ethereum. What she's thirteen, fifteen dollars. So from the wide gate gets the inside draw this time as well. So she's got it easy from from the draw. I think twelve hundred meters is probably the query I've heard if she can yeah. just last out the front. But um, look, I've gone with Ethereum just purely. I think she was three wide the trip last start. She did it pretty tough. Um, and she was a fair gap between her last run. So, look, I think she can, if she can make improvement over that, um, she might bring the gap back on Lyre. So I've gone her just purely because she's $8 and Lyre's 480 I think there's nothing between the two, and you're getting a better price. Loving Gabby opened up at 460 and must have been as cold as ice. Oh, she's out to 550 now, yeah, I think I, so. Oh, I don't understand how that was a favourite. There's so many quality two-year-olds jumping out us here, and they opened up with a, a one-run horse. As a rock hard four sixty favorite, it made no sense to me at all. Yeah, catch me is probably the most intriguing runner in this whole field because yeah, and and was Brooklyn a, Hustle I was a, a an unassailable favorite two weeks ago under yep. five bucks for a future two eighty I think she got was out to something time. like fifteens during the week and is now back into nine fifty. So punters are starting to warm to her again. I think you can just put a pen through her last start. Well, I, if, you, I, if you do that, she's probably the best horse in the race. Oh, I think she lost the race before she even got on the track. People were saying that she was just playing up before the race and there was no way she was going to win. She, I don't think she handled the conditions. Um, and Brooklyn Hustle, look, she probably... I think she did the highest ran the highest rating two-year-old race so far in the season until maybe last weekend. So, mm. look, if she can bring her best, um, she can win. But I just don't like her racing style for a two-year-old race. So I think she gets to get too far back and it's just... Too much of a risk for her to come over the top. She wound so. up in the prelude, but I didn't think she hit the line that no, hard. She, didn't. she was starting to stretch out a little bit, which worried me. Uh, of the swoopers, Hawker Hurricane in the Colts wasn't stretching out at all. He was really winding up in that race, and he did a lot wrong as well. Yep. I think he's the best roughie of the lot for me. I, I think if there's one going to come back from the back, come from the back, he's the one. And I, if I've got two players in this race, I'm each weighing Hawker Hurricane, and I'm probably each weighing Ethereum as well. Yeah, I agree. So a safe bet, and then I your agree. best roughie is the way I'm playing it. He had a fair gap between um, his runs in the, in the Prelude and, and the one before that in the Magic Moon. So he, cause he's only going to make improvement over that. Um, if he can jump well and, and get into a better position in running, uh, he's definitely probably the eye-catcher run out of the, out of the Colts race. He, I reckon he's probably got I'm Immortal covered over 1,200 metres um, and definitely good roughie. Probably a good each-way bet as well. Um, it's easy to say that, though, but I'm Immortal's... Very predictable. You know, he's going to go forward and, and give a really good account, you know what he's going to give, account for himself. Yeah, it's interesting oh. that we haven't actually touched upon him. Like he, he's, he's sort of flawless, isn't he? Yeah. He hasn't done anything no, wrong. No, he hasn't done anything wrong. I think just we're just looking for something else out of, outside the square to sort of my, it's run over the top of him, but we don't we don't just come back to the the horse that keeps winning, do but we? But my head is telling me to go back. To, I keep looking at I'm Immortal and saying, why is he 950? Mm. He should be... He hasn't done anything wrong, but for some reason, my gut's just saying he's not going to win. He's not going to win, yeah. Interesting. Mind you, I think we're obsessed with the Phillies so much at the moment that... Probably changed my mind on the day, but, you know, I could probably have a stab at three at the moment. (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) (laughs) I reckon you can nearly take the field in the quaddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, we better move on because we're getting uh, cut for time. It's nice and late on a Thursday night. Uh, The Oakley Plate... He's again led by the superstar Nature Strip. He's as short as anything at two dollars ten. But again, once again, Tobe, f- find me a reason why not you wouldn't back him. Uh look, I can't. Um, it's a big field. Yeah, I, I reckon his his racing style will suit this. Uh, being a big field, I don't think he's going to get into much trouble. Um, he's drawn well, and he's only got fifty six and a half. So. 
Um, look, he's definitely the best short course sprinter in the country, so well, there's no reason not to have him on top. He wins. He just wins. Yeah, me. he wins. Yep. He's got the perfect draw. He's drawn five. He's going to kick out of the gates. He's going to lead. There'll be pressure on, but he'll be the one creating the pressure. Uh, and he'll kick off the bend and just smash them this weekend. Always, always see these horses down the bottom carrying you know, 50 kilos, 52 kilos. But look, they're just Group Three runners trying to have a stab at Group One, aren't they? So he's he's the class Group One sprinter. Uh, he's got 56 and a half, but I, th- I think he'll win, no doubt. Yeah, he'll be licking carrots off his first Group One this weekend. Vidora, <laughs> Vidora is the only horse in that race at its best that would give it a shake. Yeah, but sh- she's been putrid her last two. Oh, she's better over the 1200 meters, to be honest. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Well, didn't she win the Moyer over 11? Uh, she did, she did. But um, I think over the 1,000 metres. Who's the ru- who's the best roughie in the race then? If you're going to pluck one. um, Probably Eduardo's at $9. <laughs> he's not, he's he's not he's really a second follower <laughs> betting. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's you, you're still getting each way odds with him. <laughs> uh, mm. Maybe I'll have a bit for me. Yeah, a lot of people like Sprite. I don't know. Yeah, Booker. Take your pick. Anyway, Nature Strip just he, wins. He's going to win. He's going to win. Uh, on to the last race, and I reckon two weeks ago, our best bets lined up in this last race, and it's the same Godolphin star who will be tackling it. It is Avilius at $2.25, leading the market uh, in the Peter Young. Uh, is is he a good thing? I keep asking, are they good things? Is this short price favourite a good thing, Tobe? Oh, I think he is as well. But, um, look, I thought he was probably underdone uh, first up there um, in the way he through traffic and, and put them away. Um, you just come back and he's just an exceptional horse. So uh, I, don't, I don't think any of these will beat him. Um, Knight's watch is probably his main danger and he's got a half kilo swing on him from last start and, and beat him easily. So uh, I don't see, can't see anything else beating this horse as well. It's just another one of those races. He's immoral. Trap for Fools gets out to a better distance and is $15. Yeah, Vilis has got his cover group on one them. weight for age winner over 2000 Oh, it wasn't much of a group one, but uh, Vilis has got him covered yeah. after last start. Yeah, right. Shillelagh. There you go. That's the best roughie of the lot there in that field. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Group one. She can run well. Yeah. All right. Probably another just wins is Avilius in the last. What's what's Dargento? Dargento? What's Dargento? I thought this horse was going to be a superstar. I thought it was him and Kementari were going to be the next wait for age superstars. And Do you know what he is? He's a B-grader, Tobe. <laughs> He's a B-grader. He's a B-grader that's going to keep his, running in good races and just make an honest account for himself. Autumn last prep. Autumn last year. Dargento would have been a $3 favourite in this race, or, or less. He was a superstar last autumn. Oh. But um, He'll win one of those group ones that shouldn't be a group one, you know, yeah. interstate ones later in a, in a carnival. That's the sort of horse he is. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Villiers is on top, definitely. All right, better move on. Our best bet for the day? Uh, Zusane. Zusane? Zusane for me. Okay. Moral. Get Moral. on him. Uh, my moral is Nature Strip. I don't know how Zusane is more yep. of a moral than Nature Strip. I just think Zusane's got uh, less less of an issue or less risk. You know, there's a pretty big 20, 20 field handicap. Zusane's up against five runners or so. I think there's just less risk there. So. Rightio. My best value is Shillelagh. I just mentioned that in the last race. 21s or whatever. If Avilius, for some reason, doesn't uh, perform to his ability, I think Shillelagh can swoop in and win that at odds. Uh, your best value? Uh, value for me, Ballarossa. She's just silly odds at $21. Um, if she came second, a loving Gabby open favourite and ugly over the 1,200 metres might even run better than her. So I think she's just stupid odds at 21 in the blue diamond. 
Stupid odds in the blue diamond is Bellarossa, according to Tobe. There you go. Uh, your $100 strategy. I don't think we're in the green this year, Tobe. We're two weeks in. Jeez. Uh, last, week wasn't, too... last week wasn't good, was it? Well, I'd ring a ding ding, get scratched from about three different of my picks. So. Yeah. Well, give me yours. Well, I'm, I'm going to go large here. I'm going to go $100 multi, Nature Strip, Zusane, Avilius. Paying nine bucks. $100 on Nature Strip into Zusane into Avilius at nines. Yep. Gee whiz, you want to build a bank, don't you? Oh, I just can't see anything beating them. I was going to play it safe and put 80 on Nature Strip and then $10 on a one-out <laughs> quaddy of all my picks and then 10 on Nature Strip into Sikandrabad into Avilius. I'm nearly thinking, oh, I'm going to leave just, it. I'm just going to I'm just going to take... I'm just going to have a risk it. early on in the autumn. Just no. have a risk and if it gets up, we'll be, we'll be sweet. Well, Tin Hat's going to knock you off your porch there. Yeah? <laughs> uh, all right, we better get out of here because it's getting too late. Uh, it's been a pleasure. pleasure. Happy punting this weekend, guys. No, it should uh, be a good weekend. Be Can't wait. Cracking weekend of racing. We'll see you next week.